G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. Eduardo's in front. It's going to be no good thing here. Trekking's running on Gamely. Eduardo's still a leader. He's flat out. Trekking can't reach him as yet. Eduardo hanging on. Hanging on. Eduardo won. That he did. Eduardo winning the Doombin 10,000 last year. Of course, being run at Doombin, as you would expect. But this year, for something a little different, we've got the Doombin 10,000 all set to be run this afternoon at Eagle Farm due to the uh, very, very wet weather we've had all week in uh, in Queensland, not just southeast, but all through Queensland. And it continues. And I would say, uh, as I introduced uh, Blair Gibson to the show, Gibbo, I would say, had we not, or had not, Racing Queensland and the BRC made that change on Thursday morning, we would not have a meeting this afternoon. Every possibility. And, yeah, kudos. I mean, I'm first one to have talked about Eagle Farm in the past, but this is exactly what it's good for. This yep. is, as you said, the meetings are either in any danger or maybe lost throughout the day. Just this is what this track's for. Like, and it races better. Like, punting wise, I'm more confident the more rain we get. So it yep. just allows them to get their toes in. So, yeah, good move, very good move. And I think this track will play sort of the best it's played for a long time. Just hoping you can make ground. You got a thought on that, Chris? Do you think it'll play fair throughout or? I, I think it'll play fair inside to outside because, as we know, when, when, we, when we water tracks, uh, it can be a little unfair and the bias creeps in. But when it's rain that's actually watering the tracks, it all falls in the, in the right spot. Every bit of the track gets some water. With the rain, it's an even, uh, even fall. Whereas sprinklers, you can have the wind blowing one way, so it sort of misses some areas. So this time, I think the track will be... Uh, well, I think the track will be fair. I think it's been playing really well. You're right, maybe coming from the back... Hasn't been that easy in uh, recent outing, uh, recent meetings, but, yeah, I think it'll play fair this afternoon. We'll certainly get an idea in the first few races. But, yeah, I'm really looking forward to a really good day's racing. There's some highlights. Obviously, the 10,000 is the highlight, the rough habit plate as we uh, head towards the derby in a couple of weeks' time. I've got some thoughts on the uh, the rough habit plate, Gibbo, and I'll be very interested to see if you're with the favourites in the rough habit or, uh, or maybe just taking them on because I am. Okay. But okay. we will uh, we'll see how we go there. All right, we should start looking at this meeting and having a look at the major races. And, of course, the Group 1, the first Group 1 of the Winter Racing Carnival, Stradbroke season this particular year, is the Doombin 10,000. It's race eight on the card. And as I turn my page, it's the tab, Doombin 10,000, over 1,200 metres, standard weight for age, Group 1, $1 million in prize money. Gibbo, speed map-wise, uh, I can't see a lot on there. How about yourself? Well, it just depends what they do early here because Rothfire only knows one way, same as Zoo style. So they're your two leaders. Look, both can have a little inclination to fire up, Chris. Mm -hmm. I I think there's a chance they go along here. It just depends if if one wants to relinquish to the other. I I don't think either will really be keen to do that. Um, Yeah, so I think that first couple of hundred is really important, but... Behind them, I, th- I think if they do go quick that first couple of hundred, I think it opens it up and it might allow a horse like Marzu to roll forward and then can just be in behind those leaders. And look, when I went over this race, I'd, I looked and looked, looked for something 
away from Mazu, to be honest. But I just think the race sets up well for him. I just love the fact that he's putting these wins together. I know they've been on very wet tracks, but I don't think he's going to have any dramas here. He's won on good tracks before, and I just think he's one of them horses that's getting better and better every time we see him. So I think the race has popped up at the perfect time for him. So I've got Mazu on top. I think Pulele can, you know, he hasn't been too far off Mazu, and I think we'll really appreciate that little bit better ground. So I think there's no reason he doesn't land in the money somewhere, Paul Ailey. Um And then, look, I'm respecting Kementari, but he's, he's obviously a hard one to catch. And, and uh, look, Isotope just don't know what to do. The gate, I don't like the gate mm. at all. That's sort of what put me off her. But, um, yeah, look, favourite for me, Mazu. Um, yeah, sort of around $3 is tempting for me. Tony Gollan's got four in the race. Uh, Isotope is one of those. Uh, and he did mention on the punter's mate yesterday morning that uh, he thought Ma- uh, Isotope was uh, his best of the four. And he did say that Vega 1 expects to take the run. Uh, Zoo Style will go forward. And he doesn't have any uh, query that uh, Zoo Style will be able to uh, cross Rothfire. So there you go. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah, and Baller needs to improve off that first start run. He was quite disappointed in the run of Baller in the victory stakes a couple of weeks ago. I see it similarly to you. Had it have been a good track, I would have taken Marzu on. Are you of the same thought? Mate, I think there's every chance we still end up on a good at this stage. Um, yeah, I'm not too concerned, to be honest. Okay. I, I, he'd be, he he's, goes up on, a, on the wet tracks, obviously, but... Yeah, I see your point. I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, I just thought uh, if that was the case, he might uh, – yeah, he'd probably still get the job done or go close to it, but I just thought he might have been a risk. But I don't think he is on soft ground. And as you've uh, as you've documented there, he gets the right run behind Zoo Style and uh, Rothfire, probably sits third or fourth in the run. The other one that gets the good run is a horse you've mentioned too, and that's Paul Ailey, who I like the trial at Hawkesbury. Uh, is a horse that will be better placed on drier conditions this afternoon. It won't be uh, rock hard or anything like that, as we know, but I think better placed on the drier than on the wet during the uh, the Sydney Carnival. So Paul Ailey goes in. And Counter Rupee, I think it's a chance also. He's ticked that Eagle Farm box now. Uh, good win last time out. No reason can't repeat the dose and run well once again. But I've got nine on top, as have you, in the Group 1. The Doombin 10,000 this afternoon at Eagle Farm. Let's go back a race, Gibbo. The Drinkwise Rough Habit Plate, over 2,143 metres. Note the distance change there, away from Dooman, an extra 143 metres. A uh, couple of favourites here, Character and Dark Destroyer, come out of the Guineas, and that was two weeks ago here at Eagle Farm. Character beat home Dark Destroyer. What did you make of that race? Yeah, I thought it was okay. Um, I think Dark Destroyer is ready to run really well. It's actually the step out in trip that I don't like. <laughs> it's just a little query for me. I... I thought if there was an 1,800-metre race this weekend, it would be a, nearly a moral. So just that extra trip for me, Dark Destroyer, a little question. No knock on character. I think he can run well too, but I as well am looking away from them for my on-topper, and I've gone with Pinarello. Um, I, I love what I've seen in this horse. Lightly race, six starts, three wins. Got a turn of foot. Um, can sort of sit midfield or get further back, but that turn of foot really, they just nurse until the corner and... I think they can nurse as long as they want on this big Eagle Farm straight and just let him have the last shot at them. And I, I'm certain he's going to be around the money. I'd be very surprised if he's not in the in the thick of the money too. I think he's a, a very, very nice stayer on the way up. Anything with a turn of foot like that uh, over these sort of trips, you're going to be winning a lot of races. So Pinarello each way for me. I'll be getting on the Betfair account and betting. Yeah. Um, and away from him, look, I, I think it's a, 
really open with the two that we mentioned, character, Dark Destroy, have, both have to be chances. Uh, but I like this Ruach, the, the other, another Kiwi horse. I like what I've seen there. It can be around the money. Uh, it's around $15. And Verona obviously brings that Sydney form that was very good. So many, many there. And then you've got two, two Kaka, who, who knows what it's going to do. I've been chasing it for a couple of years, and it can put in a really good run and then do nothing. So interested to see your thoughts here, Chris. What have you gone? Well, I've gone for one that you haven't mentioned in the eight that you've come up with there, but um, oh, yeah. uh, disappointing. But look, I am taking on Dark Destroyer as well, and I've got the same uh, opinion that you have, that you have that the trip might be uh, a little bit too far, not proven. And I'm, I'm of the same opinion about character. I don't think character was hitting the line all that strongly at the end of the guineas. I know it has form over further in New South Wales, but uh, I don't know. I've just got a bit of a query on character and Dark Destroyer. And I've come up with number eight, Southern Stock. Oh, your boy. Of course uh, you did. You know he's a favourite. He owes you nothing. Well, he doesn't. And look, his run in the guineas I thought was good too because he gave them a big start and he was making ground late. And he's one that will eat up the trip. There's no issue about that. He likes Eagle Farm. The wet track won't worry him. So I thought at uh, 20 dollars you'll get better on Betfair. Uh, have something each way on uh, on Southern Stock, number eight. But I wouldn't be getting carried away, but I think he's got a, a good chance, and I think he's well over the odds at that particular price. So I'll go with Southern Stock each way. You are going with number five, Pinarello, in the rough habit plate over 21.43 metres. We'll have a break, Gibbo. We'll go for a bit of a tune, and we'll come back after the tune, and we'll have a look at uh, the rest of the races at Eagle Farm this afternoon. The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Criminal Defence shot to a clear lead. Criminal Defence took over from high supremacy. Getting a rails run and chasing hard, but they've got to chase down Criminal Defence. Senor Toba running on strongly. Then Cucaracha coming through in the middle. Criminal Defence in front. He's got a break. He'll hold on. Criminal Defence. It's a local win. Remember that, Gibbo? Criminal Defence at big odds winning the rough habit plate last year. Yes. Yes, I do. And I can tell you why I was on Senor Toba in the derby next start and it just got beaten by Cucaracha. So I'm glad that horse <laughs> went to Hong Kong. Criminal Defence went to Hong Kong too for an unbelievable amount of money. Uh, I don't know how it's performed over there. I should have done a bit of homework and had a look. But, uh, yeah, they got a they got a pretty good price for criminal defence. Uh, good on them. Yeah, Put exactly. In pocket and enjoy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Are. Probably life-changing. Now, don't forget, we are here all thanks to Betfair. Play your way with Betfair on NRL, AFL, any sport you like. If you're doing so, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Should there be any issues, Gibbo, we've looked at the rough habit plate. We've looked at the 10,000. We'll go right back to the start and look at race number one this afternoon. The tab class six plate over 1,000 metres. Are you again going to tip La Palmier? Not this week. It's a good thing then. I tell you what, I think it's a good race to start the day, Chris. Yeah. It's a really interesting race. I see she's trimmed up, but Nikki Tricks was about fifteen dollars opening markets. That was that was the wrong price from gate one. She'll lead them. There's a lot. There's a lot of speed here, but 
She will push forward. Look, Boom Nova's going to try and push forward, but I'd be, if I had she could she can sing, I'd be pushing forward and La Palmiere. So I think Boom Nova's a bit of a risk in my in my books. Um, but look, I think Nikki Tricks can lead these for a long way at eleven dollars. Love the booking of Jamie Carr on Shematon. Um, best of the sort of on paces last time they rode them like motorbikes, and I thought the run was actually better than it reads on paper. And Jamie Carr going on, that'll be a big plus. And then I think you've got Tara Jasmine, new stable, but don't worry, she's still good for the old stable. She she might improve. She's uh, trialed well. And La Palmiere, I think, is a chance for exotics. But, gee, I don't know. Uh, the more I look at the race, I, I was initially with Shematon, but I'm, I'm thinking Nikki Tricks can lead for a long way. So, uh, yeah, potentially, I might, I might back small bets on them both. Um, and Tara Jasmine's sort of the one that scares the pants off me, but you can't have them all. So probably Nikki Tricks and Shematon win bets for me. I see a fair bit of speed here, not surprising for a 1,000-metre race. So there's a number of them that will go forward. Now, I think it'll set it up for something off the speed. So I've gone with the one you're scared of, number three, Tara Jasmine, as you mentioned, in the new stable now with O'Day Hoisted and has trialled up nicely. And the other one there is Shamaton, who uh, is back to the 1,000 metres, just doesn't quite get 1,200 metres, seems to generally find one better. But back to the 1,000, freshened up, will be running on strongly. So if they can make ground this afternoon, and I suggest they probably will, Certainly hope so. Oh, I'm with. I'm three. hoping so because yeah. a lot of the ones I like are get backers. <laughs> well, let's hope so. Three Tara Jasmine over six Shamaton for me. Race number two this afternoon at Eagle Farm. The Channel Seven members handicap sixteen hundred meters. Bullfinch not running here. Plenty of interest around number five El Nassim Gibbo. Yeah, it's really it dropped away. It's only a couple of scratchings here. Bullfinch and Cryodarus, but I had both of them in my top three, so it's. it's Sort of throwing a spinner in the works for me. Um, I have liked the trials of Al Nassim. I like the fact that he's a big, striding, on-pace horse, and I think that will that'll suit beautifully here. So, look, probably just slightly a lean to Al Nassim ahead of maybe Big Boy Roy, who J-Mac goes on and I think can improve third up. I reckon he's just needed those runs. Uh, and I reckon he'll like this track and then respecting the money for Dye Mill. So, gee, I, I don't know. You know, Dorello's right there too. Uh, I don't know if I can bet here, to be honest, but Elna seems just on top. I'll be watching the market uh, on Betfair very carefully around number five Elna Seam here, ex UK and US Galloper. Got some form overseas, which is much stronger than uh, he goes around against here, I would have thought. So Elna Seam for me, but I'll be watching the market closely. Uh, if he drifts out, then maybe saving for another day might need the run. If not, then he'll probably get away with this for Tommy Berry and Michael Friedman. Race number three this afternoon at Eagle Farm, the JRA Chairman's Handicap, 21.43 metres, and I am excited. And I'm not big, Kev. Oh, here, actually, this is, I've been waiting for this race. I, you go first, Chris, because I can hear you chomping at the bit, frothing at the mouth. Go. Jukon. I've I been think, waiting. I think everyone knows who you're going to do. I've been waiting. <laughs> Jukon. Two runs at 1,600 metres have been tip-top. First up uh, behind Trevelyan, he made a ground late in that race. And then in the uh, the tails, he ran on behind Kukaracha. Didn't get a lot of room that day behind Kukaracha until late, and arguably... Could have won. The margin was only a length on the line. Up he goes to a suitable trip. He's won over 2,400 metres. Uh, Ground-wise, he's won two of four on soft. Everything uh, looks pretty good for Jukon this afternoon. I think he's busting to win a race, and I think this is it. So I will be launching into number five. Jukon, responsibly, Gibbo. <laughs> I think the quote was greatest black booker in the history of black bookers yep. or something. I think Greatest black booker in the history of man uh, or horse. Yeah, look. 
Look, I don't want him going around at a losing result for me, so there'll be there'll be something on him. I think the gates are a little bit sticky just wherever he gets to, I'm not sure. But I think he runs well. I'm on a horse here that I'm there, I've taught myself out of a long time ago, but I'm I'm gonna fall for him here is is seat of power. I don't see a lot of speed here. I think fifty-four kilos leading for Thompson. I think he can lead them as he likes. I think he's going to get it cheap. I thought his last run was far better than Red after being wide the trip. I thought he should have got beaten further than he did. And the runs before that, he was in very good form. Gee, I think he runs a really good race at odds here. So, um, look, I might back him each way. As I said, I might back a few in the race. But he's a bet for me anyway at double figures, Cedar Power. He'll be very hard to run down. Duke on probably next best. Yonkers comes out of group form. So, I mean, you just have to respect that, even with the big weight. Uh, he's the class runner. And the local that can improve sharply third up here is London Banker. Don't worry. He's yeah, ticking right. over just yeah, he's ticking over just nicely. And he's big value um, if you're going wider. But, um, yeah, gee, I think Cedar Power is the value for sure. I'll be betting. Yeah, I've got him in my top three, London Banker, as well. His first up run, I thought, was, was very good. Uh, his second up run, I'm just looking now, and the second up run was in the tails and he was very wide and he was probably looking yeah. for a bit further. Wide back, um, yep. still good. He, he run the third best split between the six and four and the second best split from the four and two um, after being that far back in a slow run race. So he, he's fine. He's going well. Yeah, and you appreciate the uh, the step up. Uh, race number four this afternoon, the Stradbroke Calcutta three-year-old plate, 1,400 metres, and I am confident we are on the same page here. I'm very confident. But you can go first, Gibbo. Yeah, it's her race, isn't it, Star Tontes? Um, I just think as long as this track's playing fair, I think Heathcote has, has placed her perfectly. I mean, you you would have had to have been tempted to go to the 10,000, um, and I'm just glad he didn't because I think 1,400 against her own age. You know, she's gone, she's group one place two back, then goes to the group two against older horses, only beaten 1.7 about a month between runs. She's just going to come here, cherry ripe. If she can find the back of the right horse, or as I said, as long just as the track's the playing fair. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think she'll just run over the top of them. I think she's a different gravy than most of these. Um, uh, away from her, if you're looking wider, look, I think Ranch Hand can improve. Just got too far back after getting out ordinary. He was going well before that. Um, ingratiating, obviously. Just got a little query at the 1400 ingratiating. And the Kiwi, El Vancador. I think he's got a lot of upside. Just looks like a nice horse to me to the eye, and this might be the making of him this trip, but you're going to be very good to try and beat Star Tontes. I think she's probably the best of the day. Couldn't agree more. You've summed it up well. Drops back in grade significantly, beautifully placed. Can't find a, a negative for her, so she wins race four, number 10, Star Tontes. We're both very confident. The fifth race, this is a bit harder, the Spirit of Boom Classic over 1,200 metres. It's a group two race. For the two-year-olds and a wide open affair. We've got form from here, there, and everywhere. What are your thoughts here, Chris? Does XA Lady just keep pushing and cross them from, no, from nine? No, I don't know that she does. There's some others join inside that can keep her out there. Uh, Jamaldi will go forward this time. Have no well, – missed the start last time, was never in it, but is an on-pacer. So might have to work to get over um, XO Lady. I don't know. Yeah, do yeah. Think? I, I think it's yeah. No, I, I sort of thought they may just keep pushing and and just make sure they get across. But uh, I think from what we're both thinking, that that means there's going to be a little bit of speed here. Yep. So I think most of them should get their chance. Look, initially, I wanted to be with sandpaper the whole time doing replays. I just can't believe he's on seventeen. Um, going to have to get a long way back and need a very very good ride. But I'm sure we'll attack the line. I just keep coming back. The Capital Tower is just going to. 
sit in the second or third pair, smoking a pipe, held up for the last 200 and, and gets every possible chance, and he's one of the best in the race. So, look, Capital Tower has to go on top for me. I, I've, I've looked far and wide away from him, but I just keep coming back to Capital Tower. I think Swiss Exile can improve second up. I think he'll sort of sit right on the back of the leaders and get every chance. And then I think Brereton and Sandpaper were sort of the class runners who have drawn horribly, and Count De Beans is one who could, you know, jump out of the ground. So really, really interesting race. But if I'm having a bet, it has to be Capital Tower for me, Chris. Yeah, wide open. We'll learn a lot from this race. Uh, luck will play a big part. Uh, if 19 Ringmaster gets a start, I am definitely with him. I loved his trial at uh, Ramwick, it was, when he won there by three lengths or so. He burst away from them in the straight. Then he ran first up at Warwick Farm on a heavy track. Leader was heavily backed and led and dictated and won. Ringmaster was out the back from a wide gate and ran on strongly. I like this horse. I really like the look of him. Uh, Jamaldi, I think, will improve sharply. Uh, didn't have a lot go its way first up. Sectionals were quite good and just peaked late. Up on the speed here. Uh, definitely in with a chance, as is uh, Sandpaper. Gibbo, I'll give Sandpaper a rough chance as well. Oh, here he goes. <laughs> no, no need to get Tom on. You can How take the jokes. was that? All right. Race number six this afternoon, the Magic Millions, Bright Shadow, 1,200 metres for the fillies and mares. It's a listed race worth $150,000, and I am really looking forward to seeing Babylon Berlin go around, Gibbo. Yeah, very good Kiwi. Good speed. Again, another one that'll probably burn. How much petrol does she use? I'm thinking a fair bit with the big weight, but she does have J-Mac. Jeez, I think she'll be in front of the 100 and you'll be holding your breath if you're on. I'm thinking a swooper if they're making ground can be East Asia. I've liked the trials. I just like her as a horse. She's honest. You know what you're going to get. And essentially, she's just a big track horse. She runs good everywhere, but she's just so much better when she can go through those gears. 1200s as short as she wants, but um, gee, I think she runs a race. Just on top of Babylon Berlin, and, and away from that, go as far as you like. But um, yeah, horses like Eloquently can can improve sharply off a off a first up run at big odds. So uh, yeah, East Asia for me, just slightly. We're on the same page, but I'm going the other way. Babylon Berlin. I think J Mac will be able to find a spot, and if he does, she's the one to beat. Her form in New Zealand is very very good. So one Babylon of Babylon Berlin to beat uh, East Asia number five. One over five. We'll zip through this last race because we've covered uh, races seven and eight already. Race number nine is the Bundaberg Rum Benchmark 85 Handicap, 1,400 metres, Gibbo, where I'm going with number two, Roman Aureus, who I thought was good first up when led, not suited, did all right. Second up, very good, wide all the way, still looked the winner halfway down the straight. Got the big weight, but something each way over number one, never know more. He's got to win one of these eventually. Yeah, and I've been banging on on this show for a, a while now that Doomman just doesn't suit Never No More, and he's still gone incredibly well there, but he just doesn't get time to to hit top gear. And the day that he did at the Sunny Coast, last time he was on a big track, um, Dream Reacher come back through and beat him, but that horse was airborne at the time, and that was about four lengths back to the third horse. This is just perfect. I would have rathered the claim, to be honest, um, but they've gone with Nash, and he'll stand over him. So. Yep. No big query there. Look, I'm pretty keen on him, to be honest. I think the main danger might be acquitted. Uh, I think it's ready to improve second up, and then your horse, Roman Aureus, and Paladas, sort of the next best. But, yeah, pretty keen, never know more. Um, I think he's one of the better bets of the day, and I'll have a little something acquitted just in case at double figures. Well, there you have it. Preview of Eagle Farm on Doombin 10,000 Day. We'll go for a break. We'll come back with Tom Haylock.
The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The train pulls up at the station <laughs> out of carriage number one because he travels at the front of the train. Steps Tom Haylock. Tom, you with us? I, dro- Tom. I drive the train, boys. <laughs> oh, there I he drive is. Drive the train. Don't worry about it. And fun- funny you should mention. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear Hello. us? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Funny you should mention that. We've heard all these terms over yes, the last couple yeah. of years. Uh, rain bomb, rain event. This oh, morning, yeah. this morning, I heard a new one. We were getting we were getting uh, these um, spots of rain come in, and they're now rain trains. Rain train. That's a new one now. So we've gone from rain train, rain train to ra- rain event to rain bomb. Now rain train. I hate to see what's next. Wow. Wow. We. All right. How about that for a uh, kicker? How's your week been, uh, guys? Tom. Yeah, I'll go. Um, it's been good. Yeah. Um, recovery after the ball. Um, yep. That's about it. Taking it pretty easy. Doing lots of form. Um, getting education. Rating out of ten. Rating out of ten. Well, what was that bit? We missed right. that bit. I, 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 want, I want to find out a rating out of ten for the bull. What does he give the whole trip experience? Uh, nine. The recovery a two. So it took a while. <laughs> uh, Is that mm. the first time you'd been to the bull, or first, or many times? Second, second time. Second time. Um, yeah, that'll do me. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take that long to recover. So, okay, let's compare. <laughs> let's compare Magic Millions against the Bull. Different crowd, I know. I like, I like Magic Millions more. Um, just to get out of Victoria, mainly. Yeah. Uh, obviously, nice weather, and uh, I'm a summer kind of guy, so I enjoy the weather. But uh, I like Magic Millions more. It's it's always more enjoyable drinking uh, in the sun. So maybe that. So it's all about drinking, really. That's what it boils down to. Oh, well, you drink with racing people and network. It's always a great week, but um, I just like the weather, boys. The beach. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll tell you, there's not yeah. much of that going on at the moment. It's just wet. He told, wet, me, wet, off, he told me off air it's because he gets to see us, Chris. But anyway, he yeah, obviously he didn't want to go that. with that. He, he didn't want to go with that on air, but. Um, he would okay. not say that on air. He wouldn't lower nope. himself for that. <laughs> no. And it's, as you know, Chris, our week, our week's been miserable. It's been wet, oh. but uh, we were very, very lucky What's at the new? Gold Coast. We were very lucky at the Gold Coast last week. It rained just before the last race. It held off. We got to see Zaki. Um, I got there early, and I sort of thought, oh, it's, a, it's a bit quiet here, but I tell you what, they were rowdy by the end of the day, the punters. There was a good crowd roll in, so thank goodness we got the, the, the right weather. And I'm glad that you didn't have to walk on the track or, or there was any rain because that white suit would have been very dirty, Gibbo. I like, yeah, I like I keep it. Tell- yeah, it's, what's, it's not like white. It. It's more a beige. It's, it it's got a little pattern to it. Ivory? Yeah, I'll call it bone. Yeah, bone. Yeah, it's bone. ivory it's bone off white. <laughs> but it was a good day, and we got to see my I man like crash Saki. He was he was very very full of himself getting out on the track. Nice. But it was it's great when you get a horse like that to the club and they get the job done. So well done to everyone there. Yes, it was a uh, a good day and a good day's uh, a good day's punting helped by you guys. Uh, you found Solar Apex, Tom, amongst many uh, other yeah, winners. That was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Thank you. And we were just trying to work out what your lay was last week. Did it? Well, I didn't really. I mentioned a couple. Behemoth was one of them that I thought was too short, and I can't remember the other one, but that didn't place either. So I did all right. You'd, again, as you'd expect, 
Gibbo, socks are gone. You found in the last race. That was a good result. Well done, Gibbo. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. That was always, it's always nice to get the last winner. But, um, yeah, he was he was very, very good. I mean, we know how good he is, Chris. But um, as soon as Brad Stewart went forward when he was posted wide, it was just it was all over. He was just travelling better than anything a long way out. It was just his class, wasn't it? Because they had a bit against him, really, if you look at the form. But it's just obviously classes above those. And loves that uh, Gold Coast uh, heavy track, which is a bit different to other heavy tracks, isn't it? Yeah, well, the favourite, the favourite, which actually got a lay, boys got it right. But, you know, the favourite was a massive query on the wet, just, you know, not seeing something that wet before. And, you know, Salatine was the one they come for. You had to respect that. But, yeah, he's a very good horse. Like, he's constantly enlisted in group races up here and competitive. And, um, yeah, he got through the ground and got the job done. It still nearly double figures on the day. It's pretty good. And boys, so Zaki, he, uh, he got the job done. He never really looked at home. He did a bit wrong. He was in a bit of a uh, I love myself type mood, wasn't he, Gibbo? But uh, he sure was. Yeah. yeah, they reckon he they reckon he nearly got away from Annabelle in the photo shoot the day before. He was that full of himself. I saw yeah, that. yeah. Um, and he was he was very full of himself going out in the track. But you know that's just him. He can do little things wrong. He can over race a bit. But he's just a star. Like you know they went for home early. He did all the work in front. So he's just better than him. Now, Tom, have I got uh, London all wrong after last week's first start run at uh, Gosford? What'd you make of that? Can you give me? Uh, can you give me a bit of a push? Well, thanks for reminding me because I got that race right as well. I tipped that and uh, <laughs> thank you. I just pat myself on the back. Forgot about that winner. Um, yeah, he's just uh, oh, just hyped, I think. He, he might be all right, but want to see him again. Want to see him do it before he jump in at a, a, a price for sure. Yeah, I'd like to see him up here next time. I was going to say on something drier, but that's probably not likely to happen anytime soon. Now, <laughs> Today at uh, Eagle Farm, we've got some features. Uh, Tom, is there something that uh, you like at Eagle Farm that you're not sure about? A couple of Queensland horses you might like to ask the genius Gibbo about? Oh, there's one that I want to ask you about, Chris. Um, A horse that we've been talking about regularly. You'll probably guess who it is, but Ringmaster. Yes. $12, $13, $14, Betfair. Seems like a big price for a horse that... I think he's got a lot of ability. What do you make of him? Yeah, I think he's very well placed. If he gets a start, I think he's the one to beat. I thought his trial was good, as you would know. And then he debuted at Warwick Farm and just got too far back then from a wide gate behind uh, what wasn't a great speed. It was a heavy track and the leader led all the way and won convincingly. But he ran into second spot and I thought that was a good uh, good performance. Now, if he doesn't get a start today, he will run at Ipswich on Wednesday. I don't think you'll get the same price there, Tom, but... No, if he runs today, it's a, it's a tough race. It's a very, very uh, open race. There's plenty of different form lines coming from all over the place, but but he is the one I wish to be with. There Gibbo? you go. And um, I had a, had a couple of others. Gibbo, what are you liking that race, though? Oh, mate, I, I've ended up sort of landing on Capital Tower just because he's – Taking the leap every time Gollum's throwing something in front of him. He, you know, he was tossing up taking him to Sydney over the earlier in the year. And I just, the more I look at it, the more he's just going to land fourth or fifth behind the leaders, and he's one that they can just hold him up. So he's just the one that I know will get the right run and get every opportunity. I can sort of find a little question or query on most of the others, if you know where I'm coming from, Tommy. Yes, I do. Um, a couple of others in the, the feature, obviously, that have trialled well. Generations trialled well in Sydney, uh, makes his way up there. And Senior Fox is a horse that's run well up in Queensland before, but I just reckon he might be a dry tracker. But um, just a couple there to, to discuss. Uh, Generations, yeah. certainly, with a chance for mine, Gibbo. 
Yeah, and I was just going to say, Senior Fox is one. He's I've always been his corner. Is he? I, I haven't looked as closely. You'd know him better than me, Tommy. But don't think this track's going to be too wet. I know he's a horse that the drier the better, but they won't be they won't be getting bogged down. That's for sure. The top might be a little bit wet, but it'll still be firm underneath. So yeah, that interests me that you you think he could improve because I'm leaning towards this track, sort of suiting him a lot more than than what he's been on. Yeah. He disappointed me in the uh, Hariba, but I don't think Mornington suits him. He was, I like just completely put a pen through the, the hallmark to Group Three there. But we saw him run very well. He um, wasn't beaten far in some good races in the Hunter and a like over thirteen hundred metres last campaign, and um, wasn't beaten far in a Classic Legend behind Eduardo. So he's got the ability to run well, and he always goes around a big price. So I'd be including him in multiples for sure. All right. Any others there, Tom? Oh, that'll do. Yeah. All right. That's that'll fine. Do. Um, what we'll do is we'll have a look at uh, at Black Bookers. Crikey, Boris on was a real tragic tale on the straight. And I'd say just beat Gowanji. Best thing beat you'll ever see in a race. That's been a tragedy, Alpine dancer. Strike me pink. Strike me pink. I've got a couple from last week. Uh, and they are Mama Ragan from the John Thompson stable. Uh, two, was a good two-year-old. Gone off the boil a bit, but I didn't mind the performance at the Gold Coast last week out of race he, number two. Go on. He was excellent. I'm just going to yeah. jump in. He was excellent, Chris. But honestly, gee, I did some coin on him early on. He was going to be a superstar. He was going to be a stallion. He was going to be the lot. And he can get it back. Could this be the making of him? This Could this be his prep? Because, I mean, that was very good, and he was supported late. Yep. So maybe this could be his prep, but I'm... I'm interested now that you've said that because I'd love to see what he does. If he can back it up next start, then he might be in for a carnival, but just need to see him do it again. All right, and she's a belter out of race four, finished uh, third behind Natuno in Midnight in Tokyo and was on the worst part of the track. I thought did a pretty good job there. That's just a former um, horse from Perth who's had one start prior in the southern states and it wasn't a good run, but this was much better. So she's a belter, I think, can improve. Gibbo. Excellent. Yeah, oh, look, I'm really keen on three black bookers this week. I'm, I'm sure they're going to win races over the carnival. I'll start with the obvious Gypsy Goddess. She's a bit of a freak. You know, she was a 24 back to 1800. They took the blinkers off. She went back to last. I thought the run was good. Look, I'd be putting blinkers back on, but I don't think that cost her. She was the best through the line. She's the best filly around at the moment, and she'll be winning the Oaks, I'm, I'm almost certain. And the other two on the day, Yamazaki paraded. Probably the best of any horse I've seen in the yard. She looked amazing. We said she wasn't a rat tracker. Tommy told us last week that as much. And Bowman got off and pretty much said that she was ready to explode and just couldn't lift her legs. And she still run well. It was still a good run. And out of the same race, April Rain, another one that mm-hmm. Tommy mentioned, wants it dry. She just loomed to win. Just where she was, a, a lot of horses got to where she got on the track last week and, and just floated late. She was still very good. I, all three of them are going to win a race if they, if they can find the right race. April Rain, Yamazaki, Gypsy Goddess. Um, I'm very, very confident of that. Tom? Yeah, I had a little spec on April Rain, and just not the not the horse that I thought uh, April Rain was going to be once. Um, just not finding the line, but you might be right about the part of the track. Um, I'm black. And it was very wet, Tommy. Patterns. Yeah, there you go. Yep. There you go. Okay. Um, I'm back in Chris Waller and Patterns. Um, we saw it with Solar Apex. We saw it with Blondo. Perfect setups for them. Blondo won at Gosford first up in uh, May last year. Came out, won first up 
at Gosford again in May this year. Patterns, same with Solar Apex, exactly the same. So I'm blackbooking those. Just keep an eye on those patterns going forward, especially these provincial meetings. A couple of horses that I blackbooked last week or off the off last week's runs are backing up. Yaffet at Caulfield was enormous. 13th fastest final 200 metres of the day. And that was over 2,000 metres. Runs from the Derby Saturday at Morfittville. And Majestic Shot, um, again, backs up up to 1,400 metres. She was chopped out at a crucial stage. She's airborne. All right, there you have it. We'll go for a break. Uh, we'll go right the way back, guys, to 1969. This is an oldie but a real good one. And we'll come back after the break and go through our best bets for this afternoon all around the globe. Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Time for our best bets around the globe this afternoon. Now, we're going to have to be quick in this segment, guys, because you guys just waffled on so much in that previous uh, segment that we've uh, got a bit short on time. So, Tom, you can lead the way. Tough day, um, best bets. I like uh, race four, number four at Scone, Lady Harlem each way. I think she's um, got good form behind. Similion, who ran well in the Blue Diamonds, trolled up really nicely. Drawn well um, each way, race four, number four, Lady Harlem. My best, uh, that'll do me for the moment. Gibbo. Uh, you call it waffle, Chris. I call it informative. Um, <laughs> informative best radio. Of the, best, <laughs> best of the day. Race four, number 10, Star Tontes. Gone from racing the older horses back to her own uh, her own age. This is her race. Race four, number 10, Star Tontes. She's the best. I think the next best might be race nine, number one, Never Know More. The big track's the key for him. I think Nash will stand over him, and he will be rocketing late. Race nine, number one. And the best each way might be race seven, number five, Pinarello, the Kiwi. Nice stay with a good turn of foot and will be highly competitive here. I am going race four, number 10, Star Tontes. The better the day anywhere, I think she'll be winning. Go back to race three, number five, Jukon, who you might remember was the best black booker of all time a few weeks ago. Well, here he is this afternoon. Hopefully he gets the job done at Eagle Farm. Race three, number five. I'm going to throw one out there each way in the rough habit. Race seven, number eight, Southern Stock at around $20. You'll do better on Betfair. Uh, for Southern Stock, I think he'll run well. So back him, uh, win and place. They're the ones from me. Now we go around the grounds. I don't have a lot, guys, because I don't really know what the weather's going to do around the place. Um, I might pass this week. Gibbo, have you got anything? Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big AFL man, but I'm handballing as well. I got, I, uh, <laughs> I had nothing. Well, and your meeting at the Gold Coast is on the cushion as well, and the Sunshine Coast one on Sundays. Sorry, cushion, Polly. But both of those meetings are on the poly, so, yeah, it yeah. makes it a bit tougher. Tom? It does. 
Um, well, lucky I'm here. I can give you plenty of tips, boys. Race five, Scone, number 16, Amy Dance to number three, I'm Lethal. Tommy Two played there. Got some value around the country as well. Um, Rangers race nine at Scone, huge prices include it. Um, I like Majestic Shot in the Dark Jewel Classic. And in Adelaide, I mentioned him as a black booker, Yaffet. He'll go around at $25 on Betfair, have something each way, one by three. He's flying. Um, Back up, up to 2,500 metres, straws better, can settle closer. I think he'll stay the trip, and I think he's um, a really nice horse. So there's one for you. Sale. Nah, never a chance. Then came Super Giant. He'll never win. (laughs) 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 Every time. Good old David Fowler. I love him. Uh, Lays. Tom. Oh, I don't really have one for you this week. Um, Sorry, guys. What's, um, just real quick, I know we're short of time, but Nazu, right. what, what do we make of his price? Eagle Farm, I reckon Doomben, he was a moral. Eagle Farm undoes some good horses. No. Yeah, it does. It does. I, I put him on top, Tommy, but I just I just think that there's a couple that will go hard, Rothfire and Zustal. I think he can sort of land in that second or third pair. I think he gets every chance. I'm, I'm actually hoping there's rain around on the day just to yeah. make sure you can get mm. that uh, get that sort of toe in the ground. But I, I've got him on top. But he is short enough. Three dollars is short enough. He gets the right run. He, he just maps beautifully. And look, any given the tracks, obviously. I tried to favorite. find a way around him. Yeah, me too. Oh, I did a good track, but we haven't got one. Well, he, <laughs> he can dry out in an hour. This track. Mm. What, um, have you got a leg, you I have. I have race one. Boom Nova. Uh, look, it's about four dollars. I'd lay at the place. I just think there's a couple drawn inside, so they're either going to have to burn and use a stack of petrol to cross, or they're going to be three wide. So. I think it's a very nice race to kick off, and I'll be laying boom nova the place. Can I lay two in the same race, please, Of course guys? you can. Go yeah. for your life. Well, I've gone for the roughy in the rough habit plate, as you would, and I'm going to lay the two favourites, number one, character, and number three, dark destroyer. I think they're both a little bit of a risk at the trip, 2,143 metres. So I'll lay both those, and I'll be having something each way, as I said, on southern stock. Uh, anything you'd like to talk about sports-wise before we go, guys? No betting, no tips? No? Okay, no no tip the Crows or anything, Tom? No, 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 no. Not, not much for me. Crows have been flat, disappointing, a lot of changes. Um, oh, head over to Betfair, though. Plenty happening. Huge day of racing around Australia. Morfittville, the Derby, plenty going on, boys. Yeah, I've been thinking about I've been thinking about just getting on and just laying the Titans every week just so I can come out of it then. a little bit just a little bit happier than what I am. At the moment I'm sitting down and I'm very upset every week. So at least if I've got something uh, in the bank account after the Titans game it's a it's a half a positive. What are the premiership odds for Richmond? <sighs> not uh, enough. Don't bother. Don't Whatever the answer is, it's not enough. <laughs> come on guys. Won three out of the last five flags. Get on. Jump on. <laughs> Have a great day. Good luck on the pun, everyone out there. We'll catch you same time next week on the Queensland Betfair Edge. Good luck. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.